0: What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Rockcast. This last weekend, we were in Salt Lake City at the Western Hunt Expo, kicked out a few episodes there at the show. One of them is with Kendall Card from Crispy Boots, talking about the uh, new offerings and updates from Crispy Boots. So you'll have three updates. You'll have an update on the Colorado, which is a boot that I love. You'll have an update on the Summit, which is a boot that I've used a lot. Then you'll have an update on the Laponia, which I just actually started using. Then for new boots will be a Brixtel Pro, which the Brixtel is a boot that I've used a lot and I absolutely love it. Um, And then you will have a new one called the Altitude, which I've not worn at all yet. And that's like a fast and light boot, but we'll dive into that here. Um, We want to thank our sponsor Onyx Hunt Maps for sponsoring the podcast. You can use code ROCKCAST at checkout online for 20% off of their maps. Then Black Rifle Coffee is another partner that we'd like to thank. You can jump on and look at signing up for their club or just make a one-time order. If you use code ROCKSLIDE, you'll get 20% off of your order online. So go check those out, and we'll dive in with Kendall now. What's up, everybody? We're at the Western Hunt Expo at the Crispy Booth with Kendall, and we're going to talk about some of the new boots. Uh, Three boots got updates. That's correct. And some people probably have seen that like the colorado's on sale yeah I posted we, about that and they're probably like ah it's going away but no
1: we have yeah, So we haven't announced the this this is this is a, another rock slide exclusive yes. um we have not announced publicly that we're making all these changes we uh, we showed at sheep show which you saw Yep. And you were like why didn't you tell me it's like <laughs> i haven't told anyone <laughs> but you're the first to know jordan but um and so yeah when we had I had people come over to the booth, and we're like, just please tell me you're not getting rid of the Colorado, or please yeah. tell me you're not getting rid of the Laponia. Um, but we, we are going to announce you know, everything in, in mid-March. Cool. We just don't want to build a ton of hype, and then all of a sudden wait, people wait four months till yeah, like, til they extended, show up. extended,
0: just like the whole supply yeah, issue right now. Yeah, I don't know right if now. you've
1: heard, but things are taking a little longer to ship <laughs> <laughs> across the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> months? <laughs> so, but, uh, but our factory's doing pretty dang good, uh, surprisingly. Rubber's a little hard to come by. Cardboard, It's cardboard last week was hard to come by. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Strange. Who knows? Mm-hmm. What Next week, maybe it'll be eyelets or laces or
0: yeah. something. There's just a lot of components that go into those boots, man.
1: It's surprising. So, um, should we dive in?
0: Let's, yeah, let's do it. I would say Colorado is, like, one of my all-time favorites of just like I, in my opinion, after I wore it, is like if you want a boot, if you're like a Midwest or an Eastern guy, and you want a boot that can do everything there and everything in the West, like that's
1: it. That is, I think. Yeah, if you want, I would I would probably put an asterisk next to that if you're the guy that wants or ga, or gal mm-hmm. that wants a uh, something with good solid support. Yeah. Um, if that, if you're like, no, I don't mind a little more looser fit than the Summit would be next, but yeah. So we we. <sighs> Kind of the reason we update and change, sometimes people look across our line and say, hey, you guys have so many boots. I mean, you look at that wall right here, and it's like, you got so many boots, where do I even start? And we keep seeing little niches where a boot is needed. And and most of it, I mean, quite frankly, a lot of it doesn't come from us. It comes from users like yourself, people that are going on hunts in various places around the world that give us feedback. Hey, I wish I had that. I love this boot, but I want this Mm -hmm. um but colorado and summit since they're kind of brother sister two different uh uh, very similar boots but all we did on the on the colorado is we took the cordura fabric uh that's in the side panels Mm -hmm. and changed that out to the pu tech fabric which Mm is is a nylon fabric woven with polyurethane we did that in the wyoming and the idaho last year yeah but the patterning is different and that's what's kind of cool from an aesthetic standpoint you can change this weave right here. Um, it's more of a honeycomb, like uh, in the Idaho and Wyoming, mm-hmm. but this is actually a little tougher-looking weave. Um, but that the the that does two things. Number one, it it still maintains breathability, but it increases the durability of that. Yeah. So you have less propensity for thorns and other things to to damage the. And the gore. rocks
0: and stuff like abrasion. Yeah, I
1: mean, if you get a really like gnarly abrasion, even though it doesn't cut the Cordura. Mm-hmm underneath is the gore membrane yeah and that if that gets scratched to a certain extent it will start leaking yeah um so we did we made that in the side panel in this kind of upper area that will also the second benefit of the pu tech is it will hold its shape a little better Mm -hmm. cordura if any if any of you had a cordura boot or if you've had a cordura boot that you saw mine it kind of yeah it (laughs) just they kind of the cordura just kind of flops over Mm -hmm. like like uh you know, old work boots that are really thin on top. It's just kinda of floppy. Yeah. But this this tech will uh will hold its shape a little bit better. Sweet. So did that on the Colorado. The summit, um the summit was kinda of getting tired. Um and I'm not I'm not really the aesthetics guy. Like Mark is more which is, which is funny, because yeah. I'm more the utilitarian idea person yeah. uh, in, in, our, in our partnership. And he is, he is often saying, well, man, we just need to spice this up. So Summit added the PU tech in the Cordura area, but then we changed the coloration, put this gray leather that goes up the, up the lacing area around the back, mm-hmm. added this orange hit of, of uh, suede leather to the very back, just to, just to make it stand out on the shelf. And it, yeah. it, I think it looks a little bit better and we did uh, this orange stitching around the the bottom brown suede. So it, it looks better. We had a lot of dealers and people there that liked wearing them but said it just looks like yet another kind of blah brown boot. Oh, as well. yeah. So since we were making the update to the, uh, the technical aspect, we decided to aesthetically change that.
0: Yeah, and so make it a little more recognizable. Yep, I like
1: it. It's a good looking boot.
0: Yeah, so the suede leather that you guys use—is there a reason you use that over just like
1: over like the nubuck? Yeah, it's lighter weight. Um, it's less cost, uh, quite honestly, and we have the ability to um, to use it in a little bit, couple different ways as far as the patterning. I mean, this piece cut out uh, yeah. on the summit has this big swoop, and then this piece comes up, and then mm-hmm. over here. It's easier to do that with this le- with the suede leather. It's a little more pliable, I would say, okay. than with the nubuck, which is generally a wee bit thicker as well. The one thing that you do, and it's kind of, it's not really a downfall, but it's just a different care. Like you're spraying the suede versus rubbing a cream on the nubuck or the full grain. Yeah. Me personally, I ended up taking a pair of Summits and I just rubbed the the cream on there anyways. Mm-hmm. The cream lasts longer than the spray, but it will. It kind of mats down, you know, see, see how it's kind of just fuzzy? Yeah. It mats yeah. it down and makes it kind of a, yeah, you know, just like a slick. Gotcha. It doesn't look that great, but it performs better, in my opinion. Nice. But, so if you don't mind kind of quote-unquote ruining the beauty of the boot, <laughs> you can use the cream on it, but uh, it's a spray piece. But, no, it's that's a good so question. Th- I've actually never had anyone ask me that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, so, Summit in Colorado.
0: Those two. I've used both of those, and then I just got this pair.
1: Laponia. Yeah. 2.0. Mm. This one... This boot has become a cult boot. I keep saying that, but Colt it really boot. is. <laughs> it, it was the ugly duckling on our, on, the, on our lineup. There's no doubt about it. Even what's, what's funny is I started learning how to paraglide mm-hmm. and uh, my instructor remembers that Crispy made a paragliding boot. And he's <laughs> like, oh, no way, you're wearing Crispy's. They make a paragliding boot. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, I, <laughs> you know, I explained who I was and my relationship yeah. with Crispy. And so I, I asked uh, Fetty at the factory, said, hey, how many of these paragliding boots do you make? He goes, oh, not, not a ton, we make a handful a year. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I'm learning how to fly. And he said, well, are you using the Tiva Mid? He said, most people are using a Teva Mid in Europe now because they don't really? necessarily need like a, because the paragliding boot is a real strong boot with a super good ankle support because ankles are what you, ankles and back, you end up jacking up when you land hard. But I told him I was wearing Laponia. I'm getting to a point here.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he
1: said, he goes, oh man, that Laponia. He goes, I don't even know what to do with that boot. He goes, it's so ugly. And he said, <laughs> and he goes, and I don't really know where it fits in line. And I think that's why Laponia, for us, initially, it was like, why are we even importing this boot? I, you know, no one buys it, yeah. a handful of people. But slowly and surely, people have you know, tried that Laponia. And I think a lot of it is guys like you know Ryan... Lampers, I mean, that guy, I think he sleeps in Laponia's. (laughs) Um, You know, the guys at Muley Freak, a couple other of our best Dan Statton, you know, he's fallen in love with them. I think we get enough guys that have started wearing them and, you know, kind of pushing them. Uh, The guys at uh, Top Priority, Justin Nelson, you know, Justin. So we said, all right, let's let this thing's got some legs. People like it. I started using it um, and loved it. But we wanted to add a little bit of technical aspect to it and also update the look. Because um, yeah. again, when, when you look at a boot wall, look at our boot wall right here, mm-hmm. it's brown, primarily.
0: Yeah. Couple That's of like orange hits. That's like standard hunting, dude. I know, yeah. it is.
1: And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but I think we can do, so we add a little bit of style to this one, so it would change the leather from the uh, the brown to the gray. We did add two more lace loops into the toe box. That's one of the things a lot of guys really liked about the Laponia, is the wide, generous toe box. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that the toe box itself was wide, it's more this leather actually, this type of leather. It's similar to what's in the Monaco, which is more of a lifestyle wear everyday boot. Um, It's not quite the same, but it's very flexible, very soft, super pliable as you've experienced in, in wearing that a few times. But adding those two lace lace loops down into the toe box gives a little more precision in the toe area if you do want to cinch it down mm-hmm. for kind of technical train. And you and I were talking before about this sole is crazy flex. Mm-hmm. Like, flexing from, like, in line with the boot, but torsionally, it's pretty darn stable.
0: Yeah, that's what I really liked about it is if you, like, I say I like a little more of, like, the Colorado-style mm-hmm. sole where it's just, it's pretty stiff.
1: Pretty stiff. It's yeah, pretty some, stiff. got some beef to it. Not,
0: not a lot of flex right there. Um, but I think some of that is a lot of the other boots I've used that are flexible right there mm-hmm. are also very torsionally flexible. True. And that just wasn't True. cool for, like, my angles at all. Um, but, yeah, this one's, like... A
1: little corner for so it's in. So by adding those two lace loops there, as you tighten that down a little bit, you're still going to get the flex like forward, mm-hmm. but it's going to create a little more precision. So when you're in those side-hilling situations, yeah, you're not going to get that because oftentimes when you're side hill, if if you've got room in the toe box, your foot will rotate um, just a little bit, and you'll feel like you don't have the purchase you need on hard training. And this boot isn't made for gotcha. go find the gnarliest hill you can yeah. climb. If you're Ryan. You can and and you will, but yeah. uh, but you know I go I, I did my goat hunt here in Utah in mm-hmm. this boot, and I was surprised I was intending to use the Colorado and yeah. after a couple of scouting trips, I said, I think I can use the laponia so that that's what we did on the lower we added those lace loops different leather on the upper we completely redesigned the upper portion of it um, and on the lacing system, so we added this lace lock halfway up, and has it been yeah. a little interesting or challenging? No, or because different?
0: I've used the... Uh, Thor. Uh, no, the little boots.
1: Oh, oh the Bowdres? Oh, no, or the...
0: I'm um, blanking. They're gray with orange. Orange sole. Oh, the
1: crossover. Crossover, yeah. yeah. Same so thing. So they've got the same okay. laces. So you're accustomed to that. Yeah. I know Lamper said that he, he was kind of like, oh, man, and so did Justin from Top Priority.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird at first, but as long as you have like good lace locks, which mm-hmm. like might've been really good, just it, it's actually, it doesn't take a lot of finagling to get your laces in them to make them stay. True. Then it's not, it's not a big deal. Cause then you can like put them in the lace locks and you could let the let it go, grab the tail mm-hmm. and then tighten the top.
1: Yeah, if you're used to that, if you're not, you know, I mean you, myself, ryan and then justin Mm -hmm. nelson were the four people that we had like the testing prototype and stuff in yeah so the upper we changed that we added that lace that lace locking um we the the loop is more of a almost permanent um and it pulls from a different angle the old one pulled two directional so it pulled down a little bit but mostly pulled up around the Mm -hmm. Keeley's tendon Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't bad it was good it was fine but we redirected that so the pressure or where where new lace through that lace loop, which you could unlo- unloose, unloosen that and just go normal and mm-hmm. bypass that, but that now pulls down and then more kind of parallel to the to the to the bottom of the foot, so it comes it pulls and locks that heel a little bit better. Nice. Hopefully the the listeners can understand that, or they may look at an image of that. Mm-hmm. Then the upper, we took out all the suede. There was three different patches of suede and how that sewed c- came together. And we put in that uh, honeycomb looking PU Tech in the upper. So yeah. we eliminated some of, the, some of the suede pieces that supported that ankle area, mm-hmm. added the PU Tech to give it some structure and maintain it how light it is. So it still comes in at a pound Sweet. Uh, in a size 10, one, one boot.
0: Yeah, man, I've been using it. I like so
1: it. Laponia 2.0. So anyone that, uh, that has a Laponia or wants one more, I think there are a few left on a boat. On their way from Italy, <laughs> so if they show up uh, on a on a website near you, then then, then pull the trigger on that one. Uh, for 2022, two new offerings. Um, talk about this one first. This is the altitude. Yeah. You saw this one. Oh sheep. man,
0: I was I saw it and was like, what is that?
1: you like, nobody told me. What was interesting? Yeah. <laughs> what 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 stood out to you in that um, one?
0: Um, it was a little like it was a little stiffer boot, like, stiffer than that, just not did as than yeah. the Laponia, yeah. Like, not as much flex, but like, uh, I would almost say it's kind of like the Thor concept, right? Like, mm-hmm. light and fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, yeah, I'm just addicted to footwear, too, so
1: Not as like, you are. Know about it. <laughs> this one is, we, we, sent, we took the base, the base part of it is Ativa mid, mm-hmm. increased the height, so we added one extra lace loop at yeah. the top, we increased, we, we made the, uh, the hardware more sturdy. The leather on the upper, as different from the Atiba mid, is a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. So that does help the flex be a little, just a little more firmer. Yeah. And then we added a nice additional lace loop down into the toe and made it asymmetrical so it offsets a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: Still is wicked breathable through the mid panel. Um, and then on the bottom, instead of going with the EVA midsole like the Atiba the mid has, we ran the same EFX um, dual-density polyurethane midsole that the Wyoming and Idaho have. Okay. So you have this boot sole-midsole combination on the bottom with this light and fast upper, and it comes in at 2.5 on the flex rating of 1 to 5. Yeah. So you, th- you were mentioning Thor. It still is in that light and fast category like Thor, mm-hmm. like Laponia. But instead of being a, a, a 2, which a Laponia is, or really a, a 1.5 or 2, and Thor is a 4, this one comes in at a at a two and a half two and a half so more flexible than a thor a little heavier because of that polyurethane midsole and uh and a little flashier we've got that crispy billboard yeah. on the side which yeah. is cool looking um so it comes in the brown or that all of the that you've seen as well sweet
0: yeah i feel like there's some boots that are starting to hit like as far as flexing goes mm-hmm. like the boots that were you know a two they were flexible kind of everywhere. Like they're torsionally were yep. flexible, like they were really flexible everywhere. Whereas this is, it's still pretty flexible, but your soul is still there for like the side hilling and it doesn't.
1: And heavier loads.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think they can sustain yeah, a, cool. be- a heavier load better than this than you could crossover, even Laponia. Um, yeah. You know that, that just aren't quite beefy mm-hmm. enough to really be comfortable, at, you know, on a long, long pack out, or or just a heavy, even short one.
0: Yeah, I think like a scouting, especially like an early season boot. Just when I look at it, I'm like, that's like an early season boot.
1: Yeah, or a we, scouting boot. We made the prototypes originally came through, um, and they were a little more narrow. Mm-hmm. And we actually had uh, James Yates tested one. Yeah. And he flat out loved it, but he's got a narrow foot. He's like, this don't change a thing. And when a few other testers got him, the first thing that says, "Like man, it's just more narrow than a normal Christy," and so we did widen it. Sorry, James, but uh, yeah. um, it it is a little more standard. And we are carrying this one in a wide. And Laponia forgot is now offered in a wide oh, for sweet. for uh, 2022. So wide people unite, be happy.
0: Yeah, um, we so get fun. we
1: get the we get the beat down <laughs> from wide feet people. Oh my goodness. Um, last boot is for just. The Burley mountain mountain hunters. Yeah. Um, Brickstall, which you've worn. Love it. Uh, Brickstall Pro, uh, Brickstall SF, which is mm-hmm. the five flex, the the black and orange. That's that's for those rare creatures that really like stiff. Yeah. Um, not quite uh, Aaron Schneider approved stiff, but stiff. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the Brickstall Pro is is a 200 gram insulated Brickstall four flex in a 10 inch boot. Um, and we, we added a couple pieces on this upper that's that's maintained still lighter. We could have added different materials, but we wanted to make that flexible. And then unlike other, if you look at the Guide or the Wild Rock or Nevada, on the 10-inch boot, it's more straight across the top. So from the front where the laces are to the back where the where the Achilles yeah. is, it's more straight across yeah. the top. This one's angled down. I like that. Because of the, the use case is primarily a steep, rugged terrain where... You might flex back, uh, your leg might come back in the shaft of the boot, and so that alleviates some of that pinch. Or nice. you know, if you hit your calf, um, same awesomeness as the uh, as the stall except in the Brickstall Pro, this 10 inch, we have a full leather um, tongue area
0: instead of the, instead
1: of the flex, the, yep. the stretch nylon up to where basically the boot goes from the f- from the front part to the shaft of the boot and then we go to a stretch nylon on the upper. Nice. So you get good breathability in the upper, increased insulation because of that leather in the toe box area. Yeah. Um, which if you've if you've worn the Brickstall or the or the Boulderist that have that or the Thor across the Stream, you instantly feel that water temperature oh, for because sure. that stretch yeah. nylon breathes so well. So this will be pretty cool having this leather in there. Um, of course, the uh the you know when we were sheep show all the you know all the sheep hunters like finally and then we had those those rare breeds like kevin from barney's uh that said i need this in the five flex instead of four flex so uh yeah i can i think that's coming are you gonna do it we'll see
0: so is that 200 gram insulation
1: 200 gram insulation is
0: there an uninsulated option there's not not yet nice i like that just in general um a shorter top versus uh, like a 10 inch Mm -hmm. what do you think
1: as far as... Just personal preference? Oh, me personally, I'm all I'm 8-inch all the way. Yeah. yeah I, I like I, the I've never... Too. I remember years ago I, I bought a pair of Danners because I went from, you know, non-hunter or I'd taken a hiatus from hunting and got into climbing and skiing. Yeah. Came back into hunting and I was just hunting in trail running shoes. And I'm like, I don't need those boots. Those things look clunky and yeah. whatever. And then I, I repented of that a couple years later. I said, oh, I better get some boots. I bought some Danners. And... I'd never been in a tall boot, and I felt like a like a stormtrooper. Like I could just kick indoors and take names later, and yeah. just like just lay waste on the on the landscape, mm-hmm. and no big deal. And I love that aspect of just feeling invincible. But I also, after a few seasons, recognized I liked the mobility, and I didn't really feel like me personally I needed extra mm-hmm. support in my ankles. So I went back to an eight inch. I actually bought a pair of Summits before we were even the distribu- distributor for Crispy. Yeah, bought a pair of Nevadas. Nice. and i was like i've never looked back i tried the idaho for one season just wasn't my jam
0: yeah a lot of times like they've just been too tall for me but like this boot with the angle that would mm. that is more appealing that's to that's
1: interesting of having that that relief on the back of the boot yeah
0: because that's really where it would like pinch or mm, okay that's just like what i think about with a taller boot i'm like yeah but then it like wraps around the back you're your just yeah it just seems like you're limited
1: so oh, yeah, the Brickstall Pro should be pretty pretty interesting. And that's mm-hmm. we built this specifically after, after feedback, and we changed that that lower tongue area to a full leather because yeah. we had heard, so what happens if, I don't want to deep dive too much, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys that are crossing glacial streams up in Can, uh, Canada, Alaska, when they cross those streams, they kick up a lot of that really small silt, yes. uh, or those little teeny pebbles, and I mean, they're wee little guys. And then when they walk out of the water, it those just land right in that tongue, and down in the bottom of that, in underneath the, those two lace loops, it just gets tucked in there. And we have seen where guys will just wear those. I mean, because they're small enough, you can't feel them when you're wearing them. But over time, that just grinds, just like a glacier will grind in the you know the rocks. This will just grind and grind and grind. And we've had a number of really hardcore or multi you know multi hunt use guys in Alaska. Uh, that'll use the brick stall, and we, we get a little bit of leaking because that that those those little stones and such are piercing through that nylon through the gore, and that's exactly where it leaks. Uh-huh. Um, and so we said, let's let's on this brick stall pro since the the primary use guy is that goat sheep, sheep goat hunter. Yeah. Let's see what the uh, what that leather will do to protect it because gore. You know, a lot of people say. And I said that to the factory initially. Just put something like bomber behind the leather. Put like some you know, Kevlar mesh something yeah. or other. But Gore has these parameters that they say, hey, you can't put too much between the Gore and the outer portion of the boot to then inhibit breathability. So they'll test the various products that we want to put there. And I mean, Fetty and the factory in Italy are always trying to play with what sort of te- technologically more advanced or different fabrics can we put in the, in in that area to maintain the the integrity of the gore but also you know uh, protect it um yeah. so anyway that that's that was <coughs> that'll be an interesting change in the mm. Brixton pro nice so probably a Sweet, deeper dive yeah. than you wanted no, to no it
0: no it's perfect it's perfect <laughs> i love hearing about stuff like that and yeah like that the tongue on the regular ones like it I think you told me when I got it, you're like, it might feel like it's leaking, but it's not. It's just cold. <laughs> like It just gets cold fast.
1: Did you experience that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You get in and you're just like, yeah, it's it's, cooler than maybe like a normal, just like a leather mm-hmm. that you would experience. But I like it. I mean.
1: And for a guy that's, or a gal that's their their feet are super hot.
0: Yeah. It's nice. It's like, super yeah.
1: nice. I mean, yeah. it's like having air conditioning down there.
0: Yeah. It gets
1: yeah. burly cold. You know, most of most of those hunters are wearing a gator.
0: Gators anyways. So
1: you're getting a lot of protection still. But uh so that's the twenty twenty two changes and lineup Sweet. additions from uh, from Crispy.
0: March, you said?
1: We're land we're gonna announce uh kinda latter part of March. We Kay. our our typical strategy is to land boots first of April. Um, and I think Laponia and altitude don't hold me to this, are are, are a little slow. I mm-hmm. um, have a few pieces that are production-wise uh, slowing us up. So I suspect those will probably show up in stores on websites uh, first to mid-May mm-hmm. if uh, if you, people can be patient until then. But the rest of these should be first bid to uh, mid of April. Cool. So. Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, Kendall. You bet.